Welcome to the Wrestler of Faith Audio Podcast. Your name is... Rick Davis. Your name is... Michael Davis. And your name is... MCD! We're going to talk about something uh, unique that happened. And I want to go back to NXT War Games. I want you to talk about a very... A uh, unique situation that took place, and it's kind of funny they they readdressed it this week on a different uh, promotion. <laughs> but can you please talk for a moment about um, what happened? You know what I'm talking about. I'm being think, really yeah. vague, but go for it. So in the main event of War Games, it was Team Undisputed Era versus um, Team. Uh, Tomasa Champa, what's another tall dude, and uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, uh, I'm glad that we know Keith Lee's name. But let's go ahead and ha- say that. I'm glad that we know Keith Lee's name. But, and, 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 are you going to say that later? The the fourth guy? Well, oh, yeah, and Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens. <laughs> um, but we're not the best watchers at NXT. I do try to keep up with it. There, there's sometimes that I watch shows, and I've actually talked about this on the podcast. I just, I, I do the result shows, yeah. And I say, okay, I watch the promo, fast forward to the result. Watch promo, fast forward to the result. So I, I find myself doing that a lot anymore. But you know, today I watched every episode of the first half of season five of Fuller House. <laughs> but I don't have yeah, time to watch but... watch watch every yeah, wrestling match. <laughs> Well, you're almost done. <laughs> and then I'm just there watching every single bit of wrestling, soaking up every knowledge. Yeah. But yeah, yeah in the versus undisputed, it, it was them versus undisputed era, and undisputed era lost. And the way it ended was Tomasa Champa and Adam Cole did this like. It was drop. like white noise, right? Yeah. You remember Sheamus's move, white noise? Yeah, it was, it was like that. And Tomasa Champa landed on top of Adam Cole. And he pinned him that way. And then they were cutting to all the reactions in the crowd. And one person that they got the reaction of was Britt Baker. And the commentary team was like, oh, there's Britt. Look how shocked Adam Cole's girlfriend Britt Baker is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk about that. There's some significance to that. And I want to talk even deeper into the significance about something that WWE did once upon a time and the, the significance of that. So, let's talk about Britt Breaker for a moment. Why, why would it be at, at all acknowledgeable to go ahead and say, not just say that's Adam Cole's girlfriend, but to say that's Adam Cole's girlfriend, Britt Baker. For for you guys that were that have watched the first half of season five of Fuller House, there's an episode that that Lisa Loeb, she's like a musician. Lisa Loeb mm-hmm. is on, and it's like, hi, this is Lisa Loeb. Hi, Lisa Loeb. You know, you guys can call me Lisa. That okay, Lisa Loeb. I can't do it. <laughs> so why would it be? Why would it be at all significant for them not just to say, oh my gosh, look at the expression of Adam Cole's girlfriend, but to go all out and say, Britt Baker, Adam Cole's girlfriend? 
that she's another professional wrestler who is on AEW, so she's like everyone knows her. So it's weird to say, oh look, there's um Beyonce's husband without saying, oh, look, <laughs> there's Beyonce's <laughs> husband, JC. He's got 99 problems, but his name ain't one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> MCD, what were you about to say? And maybe it's because they wanted to pay some attention to Fuller House. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that was just my joke. Yeah. But, but, but she, but it's pretty much a big deal, the rivalry. And they, it's a pumped up rivalry of NXT versus AEW. Yeah. But they're so on the same Monday night. Same night, same time. Same night, same time, yep. And that that's just the rivalry. So it's kind of significant that they caught Britt Baker on the camera. Mm-hmm. So, let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, back in the day, it was WrestleMania week. And WrestleMania was in Florida. And back in that time period there was a rivalry there was an attempt to respark the monday night war that tna impact came on monday nights on spike tv so during wrestlemania week they were recording shows and in the impact zone was a guy named rory McAllister. Now, Roy McAllister was a part of this tag team called the Highlanders in WWE. So, TNA goes out of their way. Oh, WWE superstar in attendance right on the screen. That was the electronic wording that they put under it. WWE superstar in attendance. Dude got fired. Dude was let go fast. And I don't know. I think that he could have had grounds for... Uh, uh, mismanagement or something, you know? Dad, you know what they're going to be doing to the AEW people? You're fired. Well, thankfully... Thankfully, they didn't do that. Big Rick, can you tell them what they did this Wednesday night? This Wednesday night on AEW Dynamite during um, Nyla Rose's attack on the librarians... They cut to the different... They cut to the audience to see their reactions. And they played the clip of Britt Baker in the audience. Yeah, well, wait, straight up. What is it? Straight up the clip of Britt I'm Baker? I'm pretty sure it, wasn't, it was. It wasn't... They didn't put Britt Baker I, in the I autograph. I thought she did. I thought they did put her in the audience. But she did the same reaction. And it was really funny. Because I'm going to be... I'm going to watch that tonight. I... Oh, my God. Gosh, that would be just crazy if it wasn't if they didn't plant her in the audience to do the same thing, but they just flat out played the clip. That <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, to play joke on WWE. Yes. Only reason that they would do that. Well, they and they like playing jokes on WWE. Yeah, it was a very much a BTE. That was a moment. BTE moment. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute. There's times that instead of letting WWE kind of have the power that that AEW has joked it away. Yeah. So can you with me, let's go through the BET being the elite moments that have been jokes back at WWE. There's the Stooge. 
All right, remind me about the Stooge. What okay. did we ever find out who the Stooge was? N- no. No. Well, it was the, when they invaded Raw. They found the Stooge, but they never said who the Stooge was. They did the oh. Daniel Bryan no thing. Yeah. But. Yeah. But let's talk about that when they invaded Raw. That's another moment of somebody getting fired for being seen somewhere else. Do you remember that? No. When um when who's the guy that's in Impact now and he used to be Conga Kong's manager? Jimmy and Jacobs. Jimmy Jimmy Jacobs. I he got fired because he took a selfie with them on in Ring of Honor. No, that would that happened after that. Oh. Okay. He's in. He was in that being the elite. He was fired at that point when that he did the uh, Ring of Honor selfie. So he was already fired. So he got fired for being on being the elite. So that I see no reason to do that. That's really just kind of a line. But other good free will people. Well, WWE. No free will anymore, guys. There's really not free will when you have an exclusive contract. Yeah. And if you have an exclusive contract and you show up on another person's project pro- product, you're you're out of contract. You get in trouble. So Jimmy Jacobs, your whole deal with that one, Jimmy Jacobs is another in- instance yeah. of that. But okay, but then that there was a whole time period when they were getting ready to shift over and start AEW. And you remember all the clocks, the yeah. countdown clocks? Do you remember oh, who yeah. kept popping up in the ba- in the locker room trying to get them to be the coaches and the, trying to the triple H. The, uh, not uh, triple H. Not not Triple H. The tonight the role of Triple H will be portrayed by Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And there is the hammer and they were trying to sledgehammer people who could pick yeah. up the sledgehammer. So let's talk about that more. What's some other times that they've they've turned it over to a joke in AEW? And oh, no, when they when they got censored. I don't remember that. Yeah, like they kept on like when F F T R. Oh, the revival. Yeah, the revival, and I they think it's like they a kept doing thing it. Thing that yeah. they did on being elite is how they did the countdown. The countdown to what became the announcement, so the announcement yeah. of AEW. And can you? I I, I kind of want to stay on topic, but I do. Let's let's verge for a second. You remember how long that felt like it was going to take, and now here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they do it a lot. They turn it around a lot. And then when uh, when Cody was having the money shakes, <laughs> and he kept doing all saying all the possessed. W the WWE stats and yeah. everything. Yeah. And then, the, thankfully, the the uh, the one the one who battled Dixie and Vince Russo came to free free his soul. The fallen angel himself, Christopher Daniels. Yeah. So they looped through that a lot. But you, in this conversation of them goofing on WWE, we came up with like like two other examples. Of when WWE has done the ex, the exact same. Oh, you're you're on their product. You're fired. You're on that product. You're fired. Yeah. So, but here here's where I want to talk about. Sometimes in our lives, we have relationships with people, and we're very close, and we want to do things for those relationships. We want to be close. We want to be present in other people's lives, mm-hmm. but we can't always be present in other people's lives. Yeah. 
And there's some things that keep us, job responsibilities, uh, whatever, that keeps us from being as present as we want. So I want to talk about this. This is a game. This is called, uh, you know, The Tale of Two Cities? You've heard of that book, right? The Tale of Two Cities? It's a really famous book, 11th graders. Say that you've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. So... This is going to be called the tale of two promotions. <laughs> I want us to talk about as many people as we can think of who work, who are married to people, but work in different promotions. <laughs> All right, does that make sense? Yes. Can I? No. Advice. <laughs> Renee Young, thank you very much. No, I'm sorry. It's it's Jonathan Good and his wife, <laughs> Mrs. Renee Good. Mrs. Good. No, she has no identity. How dare you? The, the, she runs backstage. Uh, yeah, she does. So there's the first one, Big Rick. Explain that one because that one was a shock. And I think I think Renee Young got more responsibilities to keep her. Yeah. Let's talk when, about it. When um, the Mr. Jonathan Good, John Moxley, as Dean Ambrose kind of put in the pink slip saying he was going to leave because he he needed his free will. He needed his gimmick control. He wanted to be broken out of the sh- out of the cell. Yes. Yes. And then he went on to AEW where he could be more of the John Moxley, have more control over who his character was. Yes. And around that time, that's when WWE let her let Renee Young be on commentary and then she started to get more roles and now she's basically running backstage it's my understanding she's in charge of backstage I think that she actually works more for Fox now than WWE yeah I think yeah because she's not on commentary on any of the shows anymore she doesn't do back backstage interviews Mm -hmm. that's her thing is backstage which is awesome yeah so Maybe she runs like the fifth department. Yeah. For them. I think she just runs everything. She's like everything goes through Renee Young. Uh, yeah, I think so. So let's talk about that some more because there's other situations that exist like that. Let's talk about people that are in relationships with people and other promotions. Let's talk about I don't know. this came out this week. The new hiree in WWE signed a multi-year contract. His name is. John Morrison. John Morrison. Yes. Like, it's like, what is it going to be now? Johnny Johnny Smackdown. Johnny Smackdown. No, he'll be John Morrison again. Johnny NXT. John- Johnny NXT. <laughs> yeah. But where does his lovely wife, Taya Valkyrie, work? Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Now, Impact Wrestling is not going to have any issue talking about WWE. No. They're not going to have any problems talking about that. But who is she wrestling? She's wrestling at Bound for Glory. She's defending her women's title, I think, against Jordan Grace. I'm pretty sure it's Jordan Grace. Why do you think that she loses the belt? Because I thought WWE was trying to get her, too. I, I only knew about John Morrison. Yeah. Maybe she loses it and goes. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that one. But there's more there's more situations that exist in that nature. 
let's talk about the marriage of Peyton Royce, the Iconics, and I don't remember the chairman of AEW, Tony oh, Blanchard's wait. main man, oh, Sean Spears. Sean Spears. They're married. And they work in two completely different companies. Yes. And they have to deal with that division and thing. And especially, like, you know, like, if I was married to someone that looked worked in a different church, at least that we would have, like, a set geographical location. Yeah. Well, these people are constantly in a different town. They were constantly in a different town. Yeah. So, um, can you think of some more? Uh, you obviously can. Not off the top of my head. <laughs> there was Zack Ryder and um and, to, and, and what's her name? What? Ashley. Ashley something, something. other. But now she's in NXT. She was the hot mess. Yeah. Is she then, in NXT but now? Then she's in NXT. So. Is she actually in NXT now? I know they signed her. She, okay. I've seen pictures of her in NXT shirts and stuff. I've never seen her on the show. But, but I heard that they picked her up and took her. But that was one I was thinking about. Was was Zack Ryder and and her. But you know what I what I thought? But I don't think she does anymore. Hey, Alright, so the Camille. Who is... Uh, who is the manager of Nick Altus. The NWA yeah. World Champion. For a while. When she and Nick Altus had the working relationship with Ring of Honor... She was dating uh, Braun Strowman, right? Don't, don't you remember that shirt? I, I get I get those hands. <laughs> you don't remember that shirt? I don't remember that shirt. Oh, my gracious. I, but, think, I think, like, cool is how they have So, uh, and then I thought, I think right now, you know the Forgotten Sons? You yeah. know that tag team in NXT? I think I've seen pictures with her and and some and somebody that looks like one of the members of the Forgotten Sons. Okay. Now. But they, oh, 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 speaking of NWA and WWE, the biggest one of them all. Nick Altus. Nick Altus and Mickey James. Yeah. There's all, all these people that kind of have these split relationships, and they, you want to go and support your people, but then you get stuck in this moment like Britt Baker. You're stuck on TV, and then you don't know if you're in breach of contract or not. Yeah. So talk about what Trip did. Okay, yes. Triple H immediately after the show went and found Britt Baker and apologized and said, whatever you need to do, we'll do it. We'll, we'll go, whoever we need to call, we'll call. Because backstage, he was yelling at everyone to get her off the screen. Yeah. Uh, there are reports of him screaming at the top of his lungs to get her off the screen. Yeah. And because they've done it so many, WWE has done it so many times. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm like really impressed with Triple H. It's like, oh my God, we're not going to do this. All the times that we fired somebody from being on screen and now here we go. We got to go help her. We got to do this. Get her off the screen. I, 
I really like Trip. Yeah. I really like Trip. He's cool. Yeah. But yeah, and then and then AEW was like, yeah, well, cool. We'll make a joke out of it. Well, yeah, cool. We'll just make a joke out of it. And, that, and that's what I like because here's the thing. I And I think I, I really wish that WWE could get to this place. You know, like in the NBA, they talk about Major League Baseball. And in football, they talk about basketball. I, I wish that, hey, if if this is a legitimate sport, it would it would not be out of the norm to say, and in another promotion, when when um, Brian but, Cage lost, yeah. In it, well, they they talk about their like they'll talk about AJ Styles being the IWGP champion and Samoa Joe working in different places and like you guys fought in the past and stuff like that and when War Machine uh, the Viking Raiders won the belts they let them say hey we're the only tag team that's held the IWGP New Japan Ring of Honor they let them flat out say those names and the other companies don't care they like being said (laughs) they like being said Yeah. they like being (laughs) Point it out. Page me? <laughs> yeah. What? All right. For you guys that don't know, we're, we're doing a, a traditional show. We're not on the mics. We're in the mobile uh, recording studio right now. The and we are, we're just recording. making fun of a, a, of a, a, a bumper sticker. A bumper sticker. Yeah. It's okay. It's fun being in the mobile thing. So, it just sometimes it's hard to be at the places because there's too many factors to weigh in to be there. And sometimes we want to show immense support to people and just the situations and the circumstances don't let us do it. Where you're under a contract with a company and you can't show up in another company and you're under contract, it makes it hard to be the supportive person that you want to be. But sometimes it's worth it to take the chances so that you care for the people that really matter and and not and not worry about it. And especially Britt Baker, if she loses her job in AEW, she's all she has to do is go do three root canals. She'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. And for people that don't get that joke, Dr. Britt Baker, DDS. That's her She legal. She legally is a doctor of dentistry. Yeah. Alright, well that was great. And as I said, we were going to have a faith faith point every wrestler faith evermore our faith point was the 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 circumstances that pull us away from being present at times that we kind of wish we could and the chances that we have to take to be present in times that we really want to and a lot of good wrestling facts in this one that that's it for the day your name is mcd your name is Rick Davis, and your name is... Michael Davis, and that was the Wrestler Faith Podcast. Have a great week.